Hey guys, this is Dominic. Just wanted to reach out. I know it's a crazy time with quarantines and everything else going on, but I just wanted to let you know that on this platform of podcasts, we will be continuing our series of Kingdom Come for the weeks to come, however long this quarantine lasts. I want to make sure that you guys have this so that you can have some supplemental things so you're still staying with our series. We're still in the Word weekly together and you can listen to it on your own time. So grateful for you guys. Thankful what uh, you guys are doing and for each even listening to this podcast. I hope it blesses you. hope it's useful for you. And get ready, because here we go. Hey guys, welcome to our live stream. I know it's uh, the second time we're doing this for students, and I know that you're still in quarantine. I know it's rough. Kind of getting a little cabin fever, kind of getting a little twitchy. Uh, Some of y'all have no idea what to do. Some of y'all have walked outside in your neighborhoods for the very first time ever. And so I know that's kind of crazy. Uh, but I'm glad that we have this kind of technology where we're able to uh, gather together virtually. I know that many of you students have gotten together uh, either with FaceTime or Zoom or just text messages with life group teachers. It's so awesome that uh, we're afforded that opportunity and so grateful for life group teachers who would like to connect with you. And so I'm grateful for it. And uh, I'm grateful that we get to do this to where we get to continue our series through the Sermon on the Mount entitled Kingdom Come. And I think tonight is a timely message for where we're at and and what we're going through. Uh, Tonight, we're going to be talking in Matthew chapter 6, verses 1 through 4, what what it looks like to give to the needy and how um, as kingdom, uh, kingdom people, how Jesus has told us to give and how to give to those less fortunate around us. And so, because uh, this can sometimes be difficult, especially in uh, right now in this season, where there are people who uh, there are people who are in need. I know maybe you have uh, uh, grandparents who you're bringing groceries to, or maybe you have an elderly neighbor down the road that you're that that just can't get out because of this virus, and so you're bringing them groceries or you're doing something like that. Uh, whatever it may be, um, you, you may be get, being uh, helpful in this time to somebody who's less fortunate. And so how do we do that in 2020 when, when uh, you can't do anything, you can't eat, you can't go to the restroom, you can't even uh, go on your back porch without putting it on Instagram? How in the world do we do this? Well, I think uh, as kingdom people, people who belong to King Jesus and are supposed to represent kingdom ideals and kingdom ways and kingdom talk and kingdom thoughts, when we do that, this is how Jesus has told us that his kingdom people should give. And so Matthew 6, 1 through 4 says this, and this is where we're going to be camping out. It says, Beware of practicing your righteousness before other, uh, before other people in order to be seen by them. For then you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. Verse 2, Thus when you give to the needy, sound no trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets that they may be praised by others. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right is doing, so that your giving may be in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. So what is he trying to say here? First he says, beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them. You know what's really, you go, well, listen, we just heard that uh, when Timothy Anderson was preaching a few weeks ago, we talked about being salt and light, and, and, and Matthew 5.16 says this, In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. So if I give, I I, I can't do that good work? Like, what's the thing? I I thought he said, 
That when I do good works, people see that and give glory to the Father. And now he's saying, beware practicing your good works. Well, really, the, the, the thing that changes all this is this. Beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them. And so there's a difference between doing good works and people seeing them and giving praises to the Father or doing good works so that people see you and give you the praise that's supposed to go to your Father. And so uh, be careful about, especially in this time, as you're doing good deeds, as we're serving people, you may be washing somebody's car that's got so much pollen on it, and you're doing these things to be helpful, to not do them for the praise of others, but so that you get out of the way and people um, uh, give praise to the Father. Because what it says is this, is if you practice your righteousness, if you're doing these good things so that you can be seen by others, then the Bible is very clear that you have no reward from your Father in heaven. You may have a temporary reward here by somebody giving you a pat on the back or, or giving you some praise for a moment, but the praise and the, and, the, and the reward of your Father is not there. It's only the temporary praise of someone else. And so Jesus is, is, is being very clear that we've got to be careful of our motives behind why we're giving to the needy, why we're serving others. And so he... And so he gives this little bit right here. So um, he, he wants to kind of give this illustration. Uh, verse 2, Thus, when you give to the needy, sound no trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may be praised by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. We could read this in 2020 like this. Thus, when you give to the needy, don't post it on your story. Go live and brag about what you did. Post it on uh, your Instagram, your TikTok, and your Snapchat, as the hypocrites do in the other churches and in the streets, that they may be praised by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward in full. If you do simply, if you change somebody's tire, if you're giving to the needy, if you're, if you're giving to the poor, if you're giving to those affected by this coronavirus, just so that you can, uh, just so that you can get praise for it, if you're giving to the less fortunate, just so that you can get honor for it, the, the, the scripture is very clear that the greatest amount of praise you're going to get is a pat on the back and maybe a little red heart somewhere on a social media platform. And listen, let's be honest. We like praise. We're not a people opposed to praise. We like it, okay? Ever since the fall, the, 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 the direction of our praise has changed greatly. Uh, before the fall, we're, we're giving honor to the Lord. We're giving praise to the Lord. And then after the fall, what happens is that praise that was directed to the Father is now uh, for us seeking the praise of others. We, we're constantly in, uh, in, in desiring the praise of others. Let's be honest. We've all been to Publix, right? You go into Publix and, and you get a can of beans and because it's at Publix, it's $14 and, and it's just so much more expensive. And so you get, you get a can of beans and you go out to the checkout and they, they scan it and they said that one can of pinto beans can be $14.36. And then what do they always say? Every time you go to Publix, would you like to donate to our cause? Would you like to donate to the March of Dimes? Would you like to donate to car washes for kids? Would you like to donate uh, to the Humane Society? Look at this puppy that's been neglected. Would you like to give to this? And you always have that tension. Man, I want to give? Like, sure. Now, if you're married like me and you have an out, I always go, well, that, my wife does that. I, I'm just supposed to get what my wife tells me to get. Uh, and this was not part of it. And so, you know, I, I always put that kind of on my wife. But 
But if you're sitting there, you kind of have this internal struggle of, should I give? Should I give? I, I don't know, man. Should I, should I give to this fund? And then all of a sudden, what happens? You have fireworks shooting off. You hear, you hear uh, the sound of a gong, and you hear like game show music, and all of a sudden, LED lights start flashing. And what happens? You turn around, and the person two cash registers over just gave to help obliterate blindness among walruses or whatever. And, and all of a sudden, they're getting all the praise, and you look over and go, so I'd like some of that. And so you're like, you know what? Let's round it up to, to an even $15. Yes, I'm going to give. And all of a sudden, boom, boom, boom. And you have the light show and the, the pyrotechnics are just going crazy. And you're like, look at me. I gave to the walruses, right? And you, you want, we like the praise. But, but what Jesus says is this. is that If you're simply giving and doing so that you can get the praise for it, it's it's useless. You're, you're going to have the pyrotechnics. You're going to have the pat on the back and the ringing of the bell and the noisemakers. And then that reward ceases and the, and the feeling ends when you step out of those sliding doors into the parking lot. And, and Jesus is, is telling, listen, that's all you get. To be seen by others, all you get is the fleeting praise of others who will commend you for this and, 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 and betray you for that. And it's so flippant. He says this in verse 3, but when you give to the needy. By the way, can we just talk about He says, but when you give. It was an expectation. It was an expectation of Jesus that we would give. But here he's hitting on the motive of why we give, when we give. Do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. This, this image of that it's a secret thing. So that's not, that even in and of yourself, you're not going, hey, listen, I'm doing this for my renown, my glory, my fame. It says this in verse 4, so that your giving may be in secret and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. In this season, in this time, in this, in this uh, rough time, but where you have opportunities to serve people and, and, and maybe take a cart back for somebody or, or go down the street and be a blessing to somebody or help somebody who's in a bind. The motive of your heart is far greater than the work of your hands. The work of your hands, if your heart is not in it, can be tainted. And so let the motive of your heart be one that honors the Lord even if no one ever sees it, even if there's no light show, pyrotechnics, and noisemakers, let in this season, let the Lord show you, refine you, and teach you that the, the works you do are not for the approval of man. And if you never get approval of man for anything, any good deeds you do, that's okay. Because the scriptures say that your Father will reward you in heaven. That you get the reward of your Father. And listen, there is no greater goal than at the end of your life hearing, Well done, my good and my faithful servant. It, it far exceeds and is so superior to the, Hey, good job, kid. Hey, uh, well done. It, it, that from men and women for the actions that you do for their reward. And so in this season, as we're serving others, as we're, as we're helping around the house, as we're, as we're doing these things, do it for the glory and the honor of the Lord. Now here's the deal. Somebody's going to catch you. Maybe somebody's going to see you. And when somebody sees the good work that you've done, let it not be for your own glory, but let it be a moment for you to make much of Jesus and for someone to look at you and say, oh man, that's someone who's following after Jesus and being faithful to serve him. 
Let that be a moment to make much of Jesus. And so we're not going to be perfect in this, but it's just a good reminder in this season of what we should do. And, and I hope this is helpful. I hope this helps you in this time. And I want to share that we also have some other resources for you. If you go to the student portion of our church website, enanbc.org, uh, you can go to the link in our bios and, and it's there too. We have some resources for you so that this time can be a time where we grow close to Jesus, a time that we look more like Jesus. What a time to grow in Him. What a time to talk more like Him as a result. What a time to think more like Him. And so I encourage you, check out our resources, grow close to Jesus, and begin to take on that kingdom mindset that our King has told us to take on and and do the things our King has told us to do. I love you guys. I am thankful for you. And I hope that you join us next week. I can't wait to meet in person. Man, I can't wait to meet in person. But until then, you can meet us right here on Wednesday nights um, at 8 o'clock. And also, make sure that you're checking out on Sunday. This Sunday, we're going to go live on Instagram uh, at Enon Students. We're going to go live and answer some of your questions. As you're growing and walking with Jesus, we're going to answer some of your questions too. And so, I love you guys. I miss you. I cannot wait to see you again. And we will talk to you soon.